The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. The African Business Focus with Bruce Whitfield is brought to you by SAA, the ones who fly SAA's growing route network, now flying to Blantyre, Lilongwe, Vic Falls, and Vinduk. And now going into the rest of the continent, we're looking into the business. Uh, Victor Khomiaswana, the author of Africa Bounces Back in Marketing and Communication Executive, joining us for this particular conversation. Uh, welcome again, sir. Moteo Horipe, it's always good to talk to you. Great talking to you always. Uh, what has been the leading stories on our continent in terms of the Africa business focus? Well, just the way you started with SAA bringing this crossing, it is an aviation story, Motel. Kenya Airways, you know, Kenya Airways around 10 years ago was way ahead of the many airlines in the number of destinations that it was flying to. But then around 2014, 2015, it got hit by industrial action and it it started really making losses that had never been anticipated. And about two years ago, its marriage, if you like, or shareholding arrangement with KQ, with, uh, what is it, Air France, KLM Air France, came to an end and we wondered why because that was a good code sharing agreement arising out of the shareholding now already flying 14 weekly flights to dubai kenya airways has inked an agreement with emirates to increase the number of destinations that emirates airlines passengers can fly to on the continent and often that is not only in east africa but in west africa as well and vice versa kenya airways passengers are able to fly especially via mombasa more international airport not jomo Kenyatta international in nairobi but on to the middle east on the death all the destinations that that came uh, Emirates is flying to. It's a very interesting way of recovery because Kenya Airways, if you remember, had a code sharing agreement with South African Airways. And it's the way I believe that airlines of Africa should be trying to build themselves. Instead of buying a fleet that will match the number of destinations, they For should sure. do code sharing agreements as they are doing with Emirates. You know you can never go wrong with Emirates because it is the gateway to Africa in a way because of all the investments that's happening and the the the, the trade routes, the traffic that goes through Dubai to and from Africa. Do you think this particular agreement will make it more cost effective for Africans to fly around the continent? Because that's been the um, criticism, if you like, of the aviation industry on the continent. Uh, We can all fly to each other's countries, but it's very, very costly. And sometimes you have to go out of our continent to fly back in. You're right. And and luckily for Kenya Airways, you're right. And that will make, it should make it cheaper for two reasons. One, there will be more options, Mattel, in the sense that if, if, if Emirates sees that the partnership is not doing for it what it wanted, it can always offer those flights directly. Remember, I don't think Emirates Airlines is in the business for money. They are, they are just a marketing agency or a channel to the Middle East, to Dubai particularly, and, and the rest of the Emirates. So I, I'm sure that it will make it a lot cheaper. It will make, it will give people a lot more options, but also for Africa, it will help the recovery of tourism in East Africa because after the, the Al-Shabaab attacks, after the problems that Kenya went through, tourism, especially on the coastal side of, of since Mombasa was not as much a, 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 a main, the mainstay of the, of the Kenyan economy that it used to be.
I'm often happy when I see African countries getting into assemblies and processing plants. Uh, Rwanda said to use locally assembled Volkswagen electric tractors. It could have been a Rwandan tractor, but this is a good start to get those skills to get there. No, I didn't even know Volkswagen makes tractors, Motel. This is a project that's been 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 in the in the pipeline for at least three years and and as, as somebody at the university of limpopo i'm really jealous because there's the university of rwanda there that is working in partnership with volkswagen volkswagen which is run out of south africa on the african continent is part of the special economic zone motel outside of kigali the capital of rwanda and that special economic zone was where they were assembling some of the cars for sale in the in in the rwandan and neighbor countries the markets so what they did because Rwanda has a lot of farming happening and like all African countries farming is not technologically driven it doesn't use a lot of fertilizers it doesn't use tractors instead of importing tractors as they are doing now and often those are second-hand VW worked with this university in Kigali to develop a solar-powered tractor and the beautiful thing is how they make batteries as well that will help you can't recharge because the sun can be a very unpredictable source of energy so they have energies they they pile up and store the energy in batteries and when instead of going to the filling station to refill they go to the station to replace the battery and charge the other one it's a very exciting thing because with the coffee farmers that are there in Rwanda subsistence farming can easily become commercial especially Mutel because coffee farming in Rwanda is linked to Starbucks. So all the subsistence farmers are producing coffee in with the blessing of Starbucks, knowing that their produce will be bought directly by the world-class coffee chain that is that Starbucks is. So this is a very good advancement, especially because it develops skills in Rwanda. It benefits the higher education sector, and it, it makes manufacturing a bigger chunk of the economic pie. You know why it makes me jealous? The Minister of Trade and Industry and Competition, Ibrahim Patel, in, in South Africa, saying our electric vehicle policy will only be ready in March 2024. Some countries are already moving on these things. <laughs> I feel like we're a little bit behind. Uh, I, I, I've, I've stopped talking about Rwanda, but when a story is as big as this, I can't ignore it because people say you love Rwanda. I say I don't love it. I respect There's something happening there. There's something yeah. happening when there. They're going to do something, they do it and they don't have time to waste. Well, the Nigerian president as well signing a student loan bill into law. He took away those fuel subsidies. Uh, That wasn't a very popular move amongst Nigerians, but I'm sure this one is. This one will be in South Africa. We call it national student, national student financial aid system, NSFAS in, in for short. And Nigeria, think about it. Africa's population, more than 60%, is under the age of 35, which means we have lots of young people. And in Africa, there's something we call in higher education growth enrollment rates. Growth enrollment rates measure the number of or the percentage of the population of children who have left school, as in their first metric, up to the age of 24, 25. The percentage of those children or youth that is in in, in higher education is, is part of what we call the growth enrollment rate in 
Africa, that is hovering around 20%, which means only 20% of children who should be in varsity or some kind of higher education institution are not there. And what that does, Motel, it tempts universities in Europe, universities in North America, to come and take our sharpest, brightest young people by offering them bursaries. So making education affordable in a country like Nigeria, which is Africa's largest economy, largest population, is one of the most welcome steps that the new president can ever be be be, be thinking about. And, and I'm glad that we will at least have fewer Nigerians going to London or to America for yeah. higher education. Yeah, because it will be made more affordable. So it's good for President Tinubu that in his first month, he's able to sign this bill. It's been in the making since 2016, just the point about how long things take in the public sector in Africa. Well, those were the good news that happened on the African continent this week. Author of Africa Bounces Back and Marketing and Communication Executive at the University of Limpopo, Victor Homiaswana, there, bringing us some welcome news.